Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Happy Mom, Happy Baby, the podcast. Uh, today's guest, we've got two of them, not one, but two. Um, well, they've kind of been in our lives for a long old time. They started off in our screens in TOWIE. Since then, we've followed their family lives. They are business women. They are sisters. They have six children between them. It's Sam and Billy Fair. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you both? Good, good. Yeah, That's quite a lot of children now, and between us now, we have we have nine. We have we have nine. three apiece. That is so crazy. When you say it like that, it actually, that is mad, isn't it? It's a lot. And we say <laughs> like my mum now. It's like mum, you've got six grandkids. Yeah, from the, just the two of us. Yeah, because she went from four to six real quick in in the space of a uh, a year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, in the space of a year. That is that is a lot of procreation that we've done. <laughs> yeah. We've done our bit. Yeah, we go. That's it. <laughs> and we have a little guest, although she's not actually in the studio. Yeah. Margot is next door. So if anything happens, Margot's listening. Uh, if she doesn't like anything, she'll let us know. She will. She will let us know. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? Because obviously we are Margot's seven weeks. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I feel like, well, today's actually my first kind of work commitment out of the house. Yeah. Um, so this morning it was quite... I, don't, I think, do you know what it is? I think the building up to it, like, of getting back to work, yeah. I've been, like, over, not overthinking, but thinking, like, you don't quite want, you don't want the bubble to end, do you? Yeah. And I feel I feel good, like, I feel tired, you know, usual. Um, I've been just juggling, struggling. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I think becoming a mum of three as well, it is quite a big The transition change. is big. Yeah. It's huge. And although, like, loads of people said to me, oh, you know, it's going to be really easy because Nelly's a bit older, Arthur's a bit older, but actually it is nowhere, it's not easy and it is like a lot. But 
Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just a bit tired. Um, Margot was really good this morning. I was all on time. I thought I'm going to, like, obviously I'm up early anyway, going to be really organised because that was the other thing. I was, I've got to be somewhere on time today. Yeah. And that's probably the first time since having her, like this morning where I, I do actually, I'm committed to, a, a, you know, to do this. I've got to be there. So I was all organised. Everything was packed. Um, I was getting everything ready for the car, but she hadn't had her morning poo. So I'm thinking, oh gosh, like I could see she's it's straining. Coming it's coming, point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all I did, I didn't want her to do it in the car on the way here because I thought that's going to be a nightmare. Like it's going to be explosion anyway. So get her in the car seat, and I'm thinking, oh, the car's outside now, and I really need to get in the car, put all the stuff in, come back in. Thank the Lord, she'd done the poo. It was huge, <laughs> but it was one of those. I started changing her. And it didn't end. It was like <laughs> kept it, on coming. It was like pro, like projectile. Like and I, and then I thought it'd gone on me, but it hadn't gone on her. So we had to do an outfit change. Um, but I was so grateful. I was like, thank you. You know, like you just. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Margot. Your timing was amazing because I just thought if she'd done that in the car, I, I would have been a woman on the edge. You know, yeah. like I couldn't imagine like not being able to get out of the car seat. And well, actually, do you remember when um, Edward was four months old? We were on our first flight, so on the aeroplane, and exactly the same happened. And I was like, first flight, like everything was going so well through the airport, like first fight for Edward and all three kids got on the uh, flight sat down and he done the biggest per- and it was <laughs> all up his back I got oh, a picture no. of it I remember posting it on Instagram so I was yeah. like so parents like don't worry this does happen to all of us yeah. yeah and it was like pure like orange at the time like like you know mustard seeds all up his back and he then he fell asleep so now <gasps> I was like now what and I said to Paul actually if he's all right, then I'm all right. Like, yeah. I'm okay. And it doesn't really smell at that stage, no, it's does not, it? No, I feel like it's ham and cheese toasties. <laughs> That's what I can smell it. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know what you mean, actually. Mm. Savoury. Yeah. It is, yeah. See, so has changed now because we're... we're oh, eating, food. Yeah, he'll be oh. like weaning him and he's eating food. The texture and the smell is getting stronger. So mm. they're not as cute. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't just throw them in the bin anymore. They've got to go in the bag they outside. They have to go in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight away, there's no yeah. delay. I mean, I love that we've started t- chatting about poo. I know. That is where we yeah. started. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and also, 10 years ago, who would have thought that you'd be so excited about a little person pooing? Pooing. I yeah. know. No, and that is it. Like, I was thinking, because I, I, this morning I was just, like, when she started tra- straining, I was stressing because I was thinking, oh, no, she's got to do this before. And, yeah, I was just so excited when she'd done Billy it. Billy was pacing yeah. up and down looking at her I watch. was. I was like, oh, I've got to get going now. And I was thinking, come on, Margot. And then, I, yeah, so, yeah, I was happy. Well, well done <laughs> for getting to your first appointment back. Thank yeah. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that, that, I feel like that little bit of guilt actually, oh, no. that I brought you out of the house. No, because actually I was really looking forward to it because yesterday I was actually thinking, I actually really need to get out of this house now. Like, really? It does I've, help. I have <clears> been, like, obviously we've had Christmas and having, I had Margot on the 2nd of December, so I had a lot of time like over Christmas, just a bit at home, which I really yeah. enjoyed. And I, actually yesterday, because like I said, I've been thinking, oh, like getting back to work and yeah. stuff, like the bubble's ending yeah. and like everything's getting back to normal. And I think that's quite hard when you have a baby, actually, mm-hmm. the, when reality sets in. And yesterday I thought I was at home all day with her and she was a bit niggly, you know, like I couldn't put her down, I couldn't get anything done anyway. And I thought, oh, I'm really excited to actually get up in the morning and have somewhere to go yeah. with her, of course. Yeah. But... And then, like, I thought my whole mindset changed. You know, like, I thought I'm actually really looking forward to to being somewhere and using my brain a little bit and, <laughs> like, having that, like, just getting up to go somewhere. Yeah. Which is also why you two having your own podcast as well mm-hmm. must help in that way as well. You're like, it's, it's you two sitting down and chatting in a way that you probably don't find the time to do yeah. if it wasn't... A work commitment. I know that sounds bad. No, completely. But it's so true. And we always say that. Like, we're really grateful for our podcast. I was like, actually, we never get to sit and have an hour's chat like this yeah. without the children. Or mind you, if they're at home, they're always disturbing us. Are they us. on the podcast? No. Some, yeah, they, well, they try to they be. They try to be, yeah. There's always, like, someone peeping over the shoulder. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you see the door a creak open yeah. in the background. And it's, yeah. But um, we was laughing, actually, because it, it was our first podcast back together. We recorded it on Monday, didn't we? Yeah. And then I got a text message from Billy after saying, I'm really Sorry, my brain was just frazzled then. I didn't know what I was saying. I it was really weird. She, I didn't really notice it that much. Yeah. Like obviously, I know that she was being a little bit kind of like flaky at times. But then I understand that because it's like baby brain, yeah. you know, and she's tired. And mum was asking you questions about Margot in the background. Like I knew where you was at. So I didn't my head really... was spinning. Yeah, I, 
I'm really sorry about that one. I don't know how that's going to come out. I don't know, you know, because it, it was my first one back and I was really looking forward to doing it and I thought, you know, I'm going to share all my story, like, yeah. b- like the birthday story and this and that. But it, when I sat down, it was almost like I had a mind block. It was really weird. And I was like, then I was overthinking, like, what I was talking about. And then I was thinking, like, <laughs> this isn't me. What am I even saying? Yeah. And it's baby brain. It's the fog, I think, it, that fog, descends yeah. upon you. And it may, it's like you're walking through. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. the fog. It's such it's a so thing. Yeah. It's so, like, it really... But it's, I, I think I remember my midwife saying to me that it is to do with your hormones mm. as well, like when you've had a baby, because you get it during pregnancy and then you get it after, and I feel like but it's I still get it. I still ever. get it sometimes now, and Edward's eight months yeah. now. Mm. Yeah. Hasn't left me yet. No. I don't <laughs> no. know if it's left me. My, my I don't young think it ever does. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think, think it does. Stuck. I think it's we're that stuck. big long list of things that you've always got to do. Yeah, it's, so it's, true. it's just never ending. So um, I actually saw something on Instagram recently, and it was like, it's not that mum needs a nap is that mum's always got something going on in her head constantly knowing what to do next you know it's, yeah it's, it's never ending well it's that thing is that you start doing one thing so say someone asks you or say you know you've got to cook dinner so you're about yes. to do that but then someone needs you to take their shoes off That's or find it. a toy the cat needs to be fed yeah and then yep. you've got to look at them but there's so many different the multitasking. things yeah it's that that makes our brain's quite frazzled but that's what i'm really struggling with at the moment like exactly what you've just said like i i used to think i was quite good at multitasking but actually i can't multitask now right i start doing one thing but billy margo's seven weeks old <laughs> yeah. that is exactly <laughs> why because I, it, it gets I, easier yeah with I, the three because i'm i'm questioning my <laughs> no life choices <laughs> I, i'm like i li- what was i doing i'm like what was i doing my mum asked me a simple question i'm like i don't know Oh, um, you know, like I just can't think straight. Also, but that's the thing. I think sometimes your brain just goes, don't know. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to give that answer, actually. I don't want to actually think, think about and that. find yes. that answer. Yeah. Just <laughs> so give an I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to bed. But it does get a little bit easier because I was exactly the same. And like you were saying, you get, and one of the kids wants something. But now it's like Edward's, you know, I can put him in the baby walker. I can sit him in the high chair with yeah. a snack. And it gives you a little bit more of a minute. If yes. anything, there'll, be a, there'll come a stage where... That where Margot's the easiest. Yeah. Yes, you know. Yeah, because that's the other thing. The other two are so, um, like, n- like Nelly, Nelly understands it a bit more. She's eight. But Arthur is, um, he, if he wants the biscuit, he wants it now. And it's like, one minute I'm just doing <laughs> but And then um, I actually find myself going, Nelly, will you just quickly get that for Arthur? And then I think we were talking about this on the podcast. I'm not, am I a slave now? That's what she says to me. Am I a slave? And I'm like, no, you're just no, helping me. No, am I? Out. Yeah, exactly. Am I a slave? I'm like, no, it's called helping me. You know, like all these, yeah, all this juggling and yeah. whatever at home. <laughs> uh, what was your childhood like? Oh, we had the best. We had such a great childhood, didn't we? Is it just up. the two of you? Just yes. the two of and us. And you're super close in age as well? Yeah, 11, 11 months. months. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we my were thinking, like, Mum, how, how, what were you thinking? Why were you having sex two months yeah. after a baby? Was, <laughs> that's what we said. <laughs> she said it was the it was the first time, doesn't she? Yeah. She said it was the first time, and it was obviously, like, a surprise. I wasn't planned. <laughs> um, but Mum, Mum actually said it, she, she was... Um, she had us in a good routine. So mum's only people. We, She's so annoying We sometimes. slept through the really? night at six weeks. Six, but like, my mum said, like, she said, it, Does she get a little bit like, well, you were yes. doing this when yeah. you were that age? Yeah. Yes. I don't know what's going on. I've never had this with you two. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God. Like, Nelly didn't sleep till she was about four. But, um... Mum, yeah, mum said that, but mum said my, her life was very different to ours. She said, you know, I was literally at home with you. So yeah. I obviously used to go for walks, shopping, like the usual things. But she said there was no ever having to get, using a strict routine yeah. from babe, not strict, but like a routine from babies. Mm-hmm. Like mum said, I'd done the same thing every day with you, which. Was she working as well? No. no. So she that, did, that's a massive difference. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, I think when I think about that, though, I was thinking about that on the way here about mum, like us as babies and the routine stuff. But actually, that that is also really hard, you know, like, because... Harder. Harder, yeah, I think. Because I was really looking forward to getting out of the house today yeah. with Margot. But never sort of... Not saying mum didn't have anything I had to look forward to, but, you know, like... The monotony. Monot- yeah, yeah, exactly. So... And yeah. even with me, like, I haven't fully gone back into, like thrown myself back into work yet and I've been with Edward every single day he's with me all day every day and the last 
two weeks of a few bits going on. But like some days with Edward even, like the days can be so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though the kids are at school and you think, oh, I'm going to have all this time, what are we going to do? And it's like, and, and when the weather, not just blame the weather, but when it's been so bitter and cold, yeah. it's like I actually can't even take no. him out. It's, it's going to be really not enjoyable for me or him. And the days can feel so long. And I think now what? Like I've done, we've been playing, we've had snacks, we've watched a little bit of TV. I've been, you know, chasing mm. him around the kitchen. It's like, now what? Now and you do what? get... And it's only been, you know, a short amount of time. And sometimes when you're at home as well, it's harder, isn't it? Because yeah. you don't you don't really end up doing any getting anything done anyway. And well then they start getting frustrated or bored, bored and then they start yes. fighting. Exactly. And then you've just gotta get them out. It's yeah. <laughs> These I yeah. think that's the only reason why any parent leaves the house is because it's is all it? just... Yeah, yeah. completely. <laughs> no, it's funny because um, both our partners, like Paul and Greg, they do most of the school runs, don't they? Yeah. Especially in the morning. But like as time has been going on with Edward, I go I go to Paul the night before, I'll do the school run in the morning because it just gives me that bit of time in the morning and, out of the house. And it's a thing of seeing other S- people. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, having a little chat and then even with Paul and Rosie in the car having a little chat. Um, but and yeah. also it means that you're ready and dressed because you have to be by like by like that's eight it. o'clock in the morning or whatever yeah. time you have yeah. to leave because that's the other thing like and don't get me wrong I've loved doing this but there were some days I'd, I'd get up have a shower get back into my pajamas obviously I know you do do that every newborn and you have to enjoy that but then some days I, I almost didn't feel good about doing that I felt like I actually need to get dressed yeah and it made me feel a bit better and more energy yeah. and like more motivated to do more I don't know like it's just a being ready and out of the house early makes you feel good sometimes, isn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, yeah, I mean, for your mum having two of you so close together, I mean, what it's a... It's just know. insane how she done that. Yeah. But no, going back to that, we actually had a lovely... Um, lovely childhood. childhood. Yeah. we done everything together from... We was like, well, we've always been, been besties. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except when, when, when we were teenagers, used we fight used to fight. Like, Did you? Oh, yes. We used but, to fight all the time. It used to be bad. My mum, in the end, she said it just gets, because obviously we we always say to mum, like, oh, the sound of my own voice. Mum's like, this is payback. This is payback. <laughs> there was a stage where we used to share a room and it used to go off in that room, yeah. didn't it? Really? And oh. all our friends would be there and like, they'd always witness it. I think one of our friends actually rang my mum up crying once because we were having such a bad fight. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think there's also that thing with siblings where you do take it that extra mile? Oh, yeah. Knowing that, you know, it will all be okay. It's your person to safely discover, like, to explore those emotions and fight with. Absolutely. And it's like we'd never really hurt each other that much. Like, we would fight, but yeah. it would never be, like, to it, the point of... Not punching. It was more like... Remember I used to uh, dig my nails in? She used to dig... I used to have all these scratches. <laughs> no, she used to dig her nails in, right? Because her long Nanny Margot nails. And I used to have all these, like, nail marks in my arms. No, but Samantha used school. to, like, like um, get her, like me in a headlock and then like, get, like, the knee on the shoulder, you know? Like, like wrestling. She would actually wrestle me. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> I was more spiteful. You was more Yeah, tough. but you left a mark. And the minute you leave a mark, <laughs> yeah. you can go, Mom, look what yeah. they did. I wasn't smart about trouble. it. But they used to, she we used to, to use weapons, weapons as well. She'd throw the hairbrush. <laughs> hairbrush, Sky Remote. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a really happy childhood. <laughs> I mean, you pulled through it. I guess that's the thing. For anyone that's got kids that are arguing right now, you're yeah. living proof that it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Through. They will be best friends in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Did it make you look forward to, like, getting older, growing up and having your own family? Did you always think that you'd be mums? Yes. Yes. I think all the women in our family are very maternal, aren't yes. they? And I think that, like, even from my nan to my mum, like, my auntie, our aunties. And our aunties had... Um, kids, so we was always around babies. Yeah, from like teenagers, really. Yeah, actually younger than that. Yeah, younger. We than We was that. younger than that, wasn't we? So we've we've always, yeah, we've always I've always loved children, children and babies. Yeah. I'm always like that person that will give a baby attention. You know, like some people love kids, but they just don't really yeah care so much for a yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm just all the we're kind of like that the whole way yeah. through, aren't we? And we always say there's nothing better than a baby. Like you know, yeah. they just. I don't know, but yeah, we've um, always been pretty maternal. But we never thought, actually, we'd have six kids all around the same age. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Like, how many kids did you think you'd have? When did you think you'd start trying? I always think, 
I'd have two. And because remember, I was you was always really certain about having three, and I was, I was always, actually five. Oh, five. Oh my no, gosh. sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, you, Samantha, actually said to me down a couple. Yeah, Samantha said to me the other day, I'm not sure if I'm going to have any more. Because like, uh, do you know what it is? Like, I find this question really hard, and, and I don't know. And it's a very nat- natural question to to ask. As soon as you had a baby, don't you find everyone always says, "Do you think you'll have another one?" Yeah. And I'm just like, hold on a minute, I've just. I don't I've, know, I've I been don't... with someone who had a two-week-old, and they asked her that question. I was like, "That baby's no. fresh, yeah. fresh out of the box. How she are you asking that question?" You can't... <laughs> and I find, and even to now, and obviously it was not a newborn. I still find that question quite hard because I'm like, just about juggling three. I'm just got through the hardest bit, I think, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really not sure. Like, and I'm, I'm going to tell you now because this is the honest answer. I do feel like. There's one more in me, mm. but I really just don't know. I'm really enjoying having Edward, yeah. and I just want to enjoy him at the moment because, you know, everyone would say, do it straight away, back to back, get it out of the way. And I'm like, I don't feel like that. I really am enjoying Edward, and I, I'm finding it um, I'm finding it easier now to spread my attention and love to all three of them. Paul and Rosie adore him. It's all kind of... I mean, in, in the start, it was, you know, I was all up in there. I was sort of crying every day because mm. um, all my emotions were all over. But I feel like we're getting there now. And the thought of having another one, it's like, no, at the moment. Yeah. It's just like, you actually... just want to enjoy it. And sometimes you don't want to feel like everything like is just a blur. You want to sort of actually look back and remember all those moments. Yeah. And obviously for everyone, I feel like it's different circumstances, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. Like, and everyone, you know, circumstances are different. But... I do agree with you. Like, I think it's nice tonight. You're at a point now where you're just really enjoying another baby isn't on the agenda. And even things like my jeans fit again. I'm like, I'm going to have to go back to square one. (laughs) You know, you know, you come such a long, long way. Like with, you know, I mean, personally, everyone has their own um, kind of baby weight situation, Mm -hmm. don't they? And I actually gained quite a lot of weight with Edward, nearly three stone. And that was my heaviest throughout the ba- uh, all three babies. Yeah. And I didn't train or anything after. I didn't diet. I just let it happen naturally. And it's in the last sort of six weeks, mm. I'd say, yeah, I'm you... pretty much back at my weight I was before I had Edward. Have you felt any pressure to no. get back or have you just let it? I just let it be. And, you know... And that's why I think it's probably taken so long. But I just, you know, I really enjoy my food. But it hasn't taken When long. you're breastfeeding. Like eight, eight, eight months yeah. is really not... Mm, it's, I, think, I, I am not back to any of my pre-birth ways. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept adding. And I think every time I write a book, I, write, I add on an extra half a stone. I don't know. So, there's so many different book babies, baby babies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just... And I feel like... I just feel like me again. And although I'm still breastfeeding, like, you know, Edward's weaning now, but I feel like I've got my sort of body back and yeah. my, my and not, he's not hanging off the boob all day long. Yeah. You know, you just sort of, you start feeling a little bit more, more com- confident and more yourself. And, you know, I've got a couple of weddings this year, like friends' weddings, and I'm really looking forward to that because I feel like I've been out of that for a couple of years. And it's just, you know, yeah. and I think, oh, like, I love babies more than anything in the world, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, it does take a while to adjust, doesn't it? And even it's, it's it's like your hormones as well, isn't it? And and you're tired. And I do think, I mean, it's hard. I'm not because it's different for me because I, obviously I'm in it now. Like Margot's yeah, only yeah. seven weeks. So I'm still like trying to figure out like what's going on and what I'm doing and everything else. But I do think now... I think there's been a change, isn't there, in, like, society with, you know, like, with pressures of, like, mm-hmm. looking a certain way after you've had a baby. I feel like now people, everyone's so much more, almost more grateful if you're looking normal and, yeah. like, if you're relatable and I think honest. it's also celebrating yes. what your body has done rather than going, great, that's done, let's yeah, that's punish it. our yeah. bodies back into this snapback Exa- mentality. So unrealistic, yeah. completely. Like, I think that... I mean, I exercise. I mean, I'd love to have the time to do something, but it's just not on the agenda right now. And there's also the flip side to it because, like, you look amazing. Like, you're very slim, and you was before you had Margot. And I always think there's a, there's another side to that as well, where some women that do just naturally lose their weight mm, yeah. quite quick, or like you have, because you have really. Yeah, like, I mean, my tummy's like you know, but but no, I, but it, you haven't done anything. No, so then yeah. you don't want to get like. Again, like with social media, you could be scrutinised for for being for, yeah. for being slim after having a baby, but and you haven't actually done anything. No, it's just it's just been it's just and happened that's the thing. For you. It's not even 
it's not uh, sometimes I don't even think it's social media because you can post a picture and then all of a sudden it's a headline yeah <clears throat> absolutely know? and, and th then suddenly that's a glorified image if you like of yeah. oh this is what you should do because it's an in it's incredible yeah and actually someone who's kind of feeling well I can't do that yeah exactly. my body's different you know it's hopes in a different way um yeah, it's it's a it's it's funny how yeah. other people can have a have a hold over yeah. women in that way and what we feel like we should absolutely be doing. and taken completely out of context like yeah. you're saying take that picture and then yeah and then yeah and then it makes it look like as if like someone's trying to say oh look at me and it's not it's and it's not, just, it's just like you a, yeah but yeah. it's really interesting how the language around how they talk about how newspapers talk about women's body has changed it's almost like they're celebrating but they're not really mm -mm, no flaunting embracing yes. yes those aren't you're just you're still doing the same thing yeah but you're trying to sell it like you're celebrating that that's body. it mm. but actually there's so much packed into that yeah it's so true so there's something behind it, isn't there? There is. Mm. Um, let's talk about start like meeting um, meeting Greg and Paul. Did you both talk to them about? I'm doing I'm one question. I know you're two separate couples, uh, but meeting your partners. What, did you talk about kids straight away? Can you yes. remember that? <clears throat> I was yeah. very keen. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you you fell pregnant really, really, soon. really quick. How quick? Actually, but the, it, it, like I hate saying it wasn't planned because Paul and I we met and it was kind of a whirlwind. Yeah. And we did fall in love, but we didn't plan to have a baby but we spoke about children so I say it it like wasn't planned but then when I fell pregnant we were really happy if yeah. you know what I mean but and that, it, and that happens like I've got best friend who the same thing yeah. happens they're married was, three kids late you know that's yeah. it good. it was it was a shock it was like yeah. wow I think we'd been together five months right um so you can imagine can't you it was like well but then it it kind of just Talk felt me right. through that moment though <laughs> of going oh I wonder if I should take a test so this is actually quite funny because we'd been Dubai, yes. all of us, for Greg's 30th, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, got back from Dubai, Paul had gone to the boxing. It's like this pre-kid life, you know, you just sort of hit... <laughs> Paul had gone to Vegas to watch a, a fight. Anyway, he came home from that a few days later. Bearing in mind, we're sort of, you know, still kind of dating and just, you know, on these hol drunk holidays. Yeah. And, um, and then my boobs didn't feel right. You know, I was in the shower and they were really kind of like my nipples were really stinging. And obviously where it's first child, it's something you haven't experienced before. Yeah. And I thought something doesn't feel right. And I felt really fatigued and tired. And a couple of days passed and I said to Paul, I was like, I feel like I'm going to take a pregnancy test. And he was like, why? <laughs> How do you think? <laughs> um, because I just, I said, I don't feel like my, myself. And yeah. when you, when I started Googling, you know, nipples and boobs, you know, it's the first thing that comes yeah. up. So um, it was actually in, in my old house in Brentwood where we was both living at the time in Essex and done the pregnancy test and obviously it was it was like positive and we just, I don't, it was kind of like we had this both, we had this nervous grin, you know, like it was like, right, okay, so here we go. Because <laughs> it was never going to, it was always going to be like as soon as we found out I was pregnant with Paul, I always knew that it was, was going to make it work. Yeah. I just felt happy and I felt really excited. I remember calling you and you was, everyone was surprised. Yeah. Wasn't well, they? I think because of just where you was, hadn't been, hadn't together. been together that long. Like, yeah. I think naturally you would be, and, and because you'd never really spoken about it. Exactly. It wasn't like really something we'd openly like, oh, we're trying or anything. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, really yeah. like that. And um, I just, I mean, I was really thrilled and really happy. I just, I just knew it was right. And like you're saying, we're quite maternal, and and I had Nelly as my niece as well. So I was when Billy had Nelly, I was there every day. Yeah, I? I was like the bug. Oh, just me again. Yeah, but I just <laughs> loved being around Billy and Nelly. And when I found out I was pregnant, I, I couldn't quite believe it because I was like, I'm going to have that for myself now. Like it's yeah. my, my own baby. Yeah. So um, that was my story. So you can. What tell was it yours. like getting pregnant with Nelly? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to... So, Greg, when we first met, I always, like, said that I wanted children. But Greg, actually, when I first met him, he wasn't one of those that was, like, that fussed. But obviously right. that changed. Like, he said that he never used... Like, I don't know if this is, like, a... Yeah. Never used to want kids until, well, like... I've met yeah, you, baby. exactly. <laughs> I think that was... It was, like, one of those... It was his chat-up line. Cheesy chat-up line, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, three kids later. But, um... Yeah, so we we planned to have, well, yeah, we did plan to have Nelly because I think I was about, I was only 23, I was 24 when I had Nelly, so I was quite young. 
and I just felt ready. Like we'd been together about two years mm. and I just, yeah, felt ready to have a baby and, yeah, fell pregnant with Nelly and then Greg... Didn't, didn't Greg propose when you was pregnant? When I was pregnant, yeah, yeah oh. with Nelly. Um, what was it like finding out you were pregnant? Can you remember? I remember feeling so nervous. Yeah. Like I remember doing the pregnancy test and keeping it to myself for a couple of weeks. I tried. Did to, you? Yeah. I remember I kept it to myself and I, I remember feeling it was like the maddest feeling. I think because I was young yeah. as well and I was the first out of like all of our friendship group. Oh no, sorry. Well, one of our friends, but like the first in a, in a long time. And I remember I tried to tell mum and Samantha on three different occasions, <laughs> right? I'd got Do you them remember out. them? Yeah, there was three. No, so actually I probably didn't tell you. Well, I didn't find out I was pregnant till I was around five and a half weeks with right. Millie. And then I um, I waited a while to tell you. But, but I tried to tell them on three different occasions. And I it's never, really hard though. No, and I never forget first, on the third, baby. on one of the occasions, I didn't tell you because you was really hungover. <laughs> You was like laying on the sofa like, ooh. And I remember thinking, this is not the time. That's hilarious. Yeah, I really, really like remember that. And then I remember in the end, I I went to the nail shop. I got my nails done. I come home and my mum was popping in and I thought, I've got to do it. And I remember like, but I remember feeling... Nervous. Nervous and mm. a little bit embarrassed. Really? How weird is that? Because obviously I was, uh, I was, because I was young, I suppose. I felt embarrassed with the third. I've got Did no you? Idea. Yeah. yeah, like I don't. I it was. I'm. I never forget telling my mum. I felt like a bit embarrassed. I don't know why. And also, sometimes I think you know those words. I'm pregnant. I don't know. Like yeah. I prefer to say I'm. Or, having, we're we're pregnant. We're, no, <laughs> I prefer to say I'm having a baby. I don't know why. Yeah. But anyway, so I remember telling mum. We was in the kitchen, and I went to mum. I've got something to tell you. And mum was like. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. And I was like, yes. And I remember that's how I did it with mum. And then over the years, mum knows now. If you go to mum, got something to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I think she just knows. Yeah. One of us are going to say, you're pregnant. Um, and yeah, that, and that was, yeah, and that was it. And then um, Didn't we told you show you. me? I think you showed me your scan, scan picture. Yeah, I showed you my scan picture. You've done that with me with Margot as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, at yours. At mine. I can't remember um, what you told me with Arthur. It must have been really exciting, like the first pregnancy in the family as well. She, yeah, yeah it was Nelly really was. exciting. It, yeah, everyone was, because it was like the, the next generation of, yeah. of it was um, yeah. the baby. And then, yeah, I had visitors for months. Did, I still did, do. you know, like when I when you have the baby yeah, and you have all the yeah, visitors. Yeah, yeah. I remember it tails off. I think by the third, there's only a hand. No, no, no one, one really cares. cares. No one cares. <laughs> no, one, no one is so true, though, yeah. isn't it? Actually, like no one. No one but actually <laughs> like. Do you know what I find with babies, newborns, and people? Okay, oh, can I come and see the baby and give him a hug? You feel like, oh yeah, I want to say yeah, but by the third, I toughened up a little bit because actually, then people. A lot of them people, you don't see them for months on end. Yeah. Family, yeah, mm. let, you know, let us in every day because we're always going to be around, you know, to, to see and hug and be, be around the children in our family. But you get so many people that just want to burst through the door and hug and they don't see them until they're like two yeah. or three. I was actually quite neurotic with Margot when I first had her, like with people coming around and stuff. I... I, this is quite bad, but I actually did avoid a lot of people coming over, like even like friends. And, so did I. And, That's not bad. And because That's sensible. I, I just, you know, as well, like there were so many um, viruses and stuff going around. I was so worried about yeah. her. And Nellie and Arthur had not been very well. And I just felt so worried about her getting anything. I'd become a little bit like. I, I just switched off from it and yeah. I didn't actually let many people come around. Like a lot of our friends hadn't hadn't met Margot until my birthday on Sunday. Well, a lot of our friends haven't met Edward and he's eight months old. Yeah. <laughs> so you've done really well. So you've yeah. done well for yeah. seven weeks. Yeah. I, I literally shut the door and was only letting family in for ages. Yeah. Now. But well, I just... think there's something very different when it's family or someone that you really know yes. who can just come in, they'll make you a cup of tea or coffee. That's you don't it. feel like you have to perform. Yeah, and wait on the mum, being the one who's got it all together. Completely. That's and that's the other thing, like, sometimes you just think, I just can't be bothered to talk to anyone today. Like, Absolutely. that's how I, especially with Margot, I was like that. But with the other two, I did feel like more I had to perform yeah. and mm -hmm. let people in and make them a tea and be all like, as if I'm showered and, and you know. Mm -hmm. But with Margot, I don't know. I just felt, 
I just felt different. I felt like actually, I think when you get a little bit older as well, and experience, and, you, and experience, yeah. you feel more confident to say no to people, don't you? Mm -hmm. Or just ignore people. I <laughs> yeah, want to sit in my house for the day and just hug my baby. Yeah, not have exactly. That's it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So how were... Uh, the first pregnancies? Because I feel like each pregnancy is so different. Yeah. What are you like pregnant? Um, this is annoying, but we are actually <laughs> quite good, aren't we? we? Yeah. We, I, that's I, not annoying. And no, really, but so you know, like people, some people like get really sickness and stuff, yeah, they yeah, struggle. Yeah. We, we actually had, well, I was speaking for both of us, um, all pregnancies were yeah. very similar. Really um, similar, yeah. And I actually really enjoy being pregnant. Um, Same. And actually, our first babies were both back to back, so our labours were similar. Mm -hmm. Second uh, labours with Arthur and we're Rosie were quick, quick, quite quick, very similar. And then third was quite different. I had Edward um, at home. Um, we thought they was going to go the same, didn't we? Or similar? Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, they they didn't. They didn't. The Billy's went on for a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy being pregnant. I just and then when I had the baby, and the time goes on a little bit. I always miss having a bump. Yeah. yeah. I just really like that. I do look at my stage. pictures and think. But it's funny because this pregnancy, I was really looking forward to. In the end, I just wanted her to come. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, she was a she. I just wanted the baby to come, and, yeah. and I was looking forward to thinking. Oh, I want to be like I'm looking forward to not having my bump and having the baby. Whereas before, I, I it didn't bother me. But this this one actually, I was mm. quite looking forward to being. But I was very uncomfortable towards the end of this pregnancy. My third pregnancy mm. wasn't very. Uh, my body didn't like me. Yeah, really. Mm. Did you feel like uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. It yeah. Just hurt. Yeah. I, that's. I. I was especially towards the last three months. I was just uncomfortable. But she was breached until 38 weeks. Right. That probably explains. Maybe yeah. as well, but just I was yeah, a not, lot more tired third, third with Edward, especially with the other two as well. Yeah, and I I don't remember actually going to the toilet as much as I did with the honestly with Edward. I was up. I got Same. more sleep when Edward was here than I did when mm. I was pregnant because <laughs> I was actually going to the toilet in the end. Like it felt like every fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was horrendous. And I even said to Billy, I feel like putting a potty next she to was bed considering it because I feel like <laughs> I was considering. But I went, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I think I draw the line with that. I was <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, not going to lie. I don't think you should do that. You get up and walk across the land and actually go to the yeah. toilet. It wakes you up. No, yeah. it does. I was like, if I could just roll out of bed and sit on like an adult oh, potty. No. I didn't do it. <laughs> um, but it, it went on for months and I just... And then as soon as Edward cut and it just stopped as soon as he came and I was like this is like heaven I feel like I've got my bladder back. That's the yeah. thing is, it's obviously where the baby sits within your body. Yeah. yeah. With my third, I could for the first time in my life go for the whole night without getting up for a week. <gasps> yeah. Well, That's amazing. No, I like, was quite similar to Samantha, not at the stage where I wanted a potty at the side of my bed, but I, was I, so I would get up some nights like six, seven times throughout the night. Wow. Yeah. But now, actually, and you forget, don't you? Now, I think, do you know what? Some days, this is actually really funny. I was thinking about this the other day. Right, you know, like when we were saying about our minds all over the place. I I, I think, I need to go to the toilet, I need to go to the toilet. And then I forget that I need to go to the toilet. And yeah. then I go for a long time without going. And then I think, <laughs> oh, I need to go. I remember I, need, I needed the toilet earlier. And then I go and sit. Like the mum thing, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah. the thing that's for you gets pushed yeah. apart the list. Exactly. And then I sit and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I was thinking about... Wow, I don't go to the toilet that much more. I used to go like all all day, every day when I was pregnant, which obviously wasn't that long ago. Uh, what was your birth like with Nelly? 
Oh, really hard. Was really, it? Yeah, I, uh, 38 hour labour. She was. Well, did you back. do anything leading into it? Had no. You, no. So this is another thing when I had Nelly. So I didn't know anything about breastfeeding. I didn't know anything about a birthing plan. Yeah. I, I didn't know about anything. Had I was, you thought about joining like an NCT or doing hypnobirthing or anything like that? N- nothing. I don't know what, I think because I wasn't, didn't have anyone around me that had recently had a baby and they, I don't know, so if I, so I don't, was there social media then? Yeah, there was definitely yeah, social media. Was there social media? <laughs> I don't even know. But um, I just think but it's really... also you think your your feed is curated. It's who you follow, and Completely. if you're not following people that have babies, there's a whole other world that opens up. And yes. it's yeah. and I didn't so know true. any of that, and I just I don't know what I what I was thinking and what I was doing at all. Just completely winging it. But I had quite a yeah. It was a a tough a tough labour with Nelly. Thirty eight hours. She was back to back. Um, there was one point where Greg was actually asleep on the chair, sitting upright with just a white sheet, white over, sheet his over his head. Yeah, because it was like it was gone from day night, day yeah, night. Yeah. And then at one point, I remember I've got pictures it, and videos. Yeah, it was a real, <laughs> real long one. I think I fell asleep as well at one point. You did. I've got pictures of you both <laughs> How asleep many with white sheets. were in the room with you? Well, I had luckily had my mum, Samantha, and Greg, and right. um, we was kind of doing shifts. Sort yeah, of like we, someone would go downstairs. And we was we just winged it because you're only really meant to have two, aren't you? Right, but we did. We just got away with it somehow. We got away with it with Nelly and Arthur, but Margot, she kicked me out. Yeah. Oh, I was so close to get so Gutted. far. Yeah, we, we were juggling it around at first, but then... And then she literally, the, the voice changed and the look changed. The look changed. And then my mum started getting like... Irate. Irate. I was thinking, <laughs> I don't... Billy does not need this. I went, Mum, I'll go. Mum was like, no, I'll go. And then I was like, Mum, I'll go. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Then I just left them, left them, missed it. But I didn't really miss it, but... Yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, Nelly was a tough one. Arthur was. What happened at the start? How did you go in? So I was at home and I um, I just started contracting. I started getting the contractions. Yeah. And it's it's quite mad with your first labour, isn't it? Because you think, oh, this is bad. And you have no idea what's, what's to come. come. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking, this is bad and being in the bath and at home and... I went to the hospital. My waters hadn't broken, so they was like, go home, you're not dilated enough. Went home, had a McDonald's, um, and then went back again like later on that day, and um, they broke my waters for me, and then it just went on and on and on, didn't it? It was... But mm. the the contractions were so close for so long, but I just wasn't... My cervix wasn't dilating. Yeah. And then I remember they moved me up to a... A room where they was going to almost do a forcep delivery on Nelly because it, she was there, but she wasn't coming, down, coming yeah. down. And at this point, I was just on the floor. I was, I was so exhausted. Um, I can't really remember the last bit. And I remember... Like, so you pushed. Yeah, and then I, they pushed and then obviously like the burn and everything. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, it was quiet. It was very intense. I remember it took me... Um, a good few weeks to recover with Nelly. And Did you have to have stitches or anything? Yeah, I had to have stitches. And I think I should have been, I bruised my coccyx really bad in labour through pushing down on the bed. And I think I should have been sitting on a rubber ring actually. For, oh, really? And I wasn't. And I'm, I never forget. And I still get that pain now when I um, get up sometimes from sitting down in a certain position. And it's like, it's like a, but yeah, it was quite, it was quite tough. And I think I just didn't know what to expect yeah. as well. Obviously you don't with your first. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a hard. And also, you can plan like even with Paul being my first, I done hypnobirthing. I, you know, I had this, and I went for a home birth with uh, little Paul as well, first baby, and I just um, had the pool set up, didn't I? Yeah. And my birth plan didn't go to plan. It went on for a long time. It wasn't any emergency, but if you go, you can't go too long at home, right? Before they transfer you in. So then we all, so I was contracting, but it was just going on for too long, and my temperature yeah. started to go a bit higher. So then we transferred into hospital. Delivered him safely at hospital, it was fine. But, you know, you had this plan, I had all the music on, you know, and and it was back to back as well. So Mm. all my pain was in my back. Yeah. And that was another thing that, you know, you don't really kind of prepare for. They're all different. And then, sorry. I often think that's the difficult thing, though, with birth plans. Yes. Because it makes you think about the ideal of what you'd like, which is amazing. Yes. But it sets you up for a fall in many ways. Yeah. so many things can change and you change. have to be adaptable yeah, with whatever is going on in that moment. Well, I was, to- I'd never had a birthing plan with um, Nelly or Arthur, like in the sense of just what will happen will happen. Yeah. Obviously, I went into hospital both times with them. But with Margot, I did have a little bit of a birthing plan 
and it went complete opposite to what it it could have been, like what what was in my plan like I didn't I never really I was I'm not like neurotic about things like that like oh it has to be this that yeah, no, but not. my midwife did suggest oh why don't we why don't we do a birth plan for you and and I was like yeah that might be quite nice she was like just because I feel like you know a bit more what as do you well write now. it down yeah so you, they oh, okay. she, she do done that. it they do it by um me look at you like, like you don't should know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <white> midwife. <laughs> no, they they do like um, they can do it by pictures and stuff as well. Oh, okay, so, so I didn't do that to look at. Yeah, so yeah. okay, but I don't think we got it out. Did we get it out? No. no so what what did you then. put on it? I, it was just I think it was things like um, like I wanted to go in the birthing pool. I wanted like music lights down. Um, I wanted oh, yeah, but Greg to say the sex of the baby, like which obviously he did do that. Um, but then I had to be induced. So instantly, no pool, no birth pool, no... Um, well, I mean, the lights were down, but it wasn't exactly... Oh, it was so, I went in there at one point dull, from coming it? up when me and Greg kept swapping in and out. And um, I was like, is there any lamps? <laughs> it was <laughs> like, dark. It was just like dark and big. Grey. It was like quite a big, empty-ish sort of room, and wasn't it? the thing is, she didn't care because she's like, you know, yeah, in, in the thick of it. Yeah. And I was like, we need some kind of sound. It was very... So um, I put friends it, on. It, yeah, she yeah. did. It was hilarious. It felt very... Um, what's the word? Like me med clinical. Yeah, yeah, very clinical with the drips and the beeping and lots of people in and out monitoring yeah. mine and the baby's heartbeat constantly. It was very like, whereas the other two, obviously with Nelly, I did go into like one of those because I think you go on the birthing suite, then you go to the where it's like more medicalized, right. isn't it? Because like, they thought there's any forceps to it. After I was just on the birthing suite on the low bed, right. in the pool, out the pool, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, with Margot, it was very clinical, wasn't it? Mm. Almost a bit like. Ooh, I think we're well. I not long had Edward and being at home when everyone was there, and it was just like a different. You're like, I mean, that, that's the beauty of having a home birth. You yeah. are. Have you done all three? Two. Oh, two, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Went I went home. for the, with Paul, yeah. and then Rosie had a home birth, and Edward. So Billy was there at both as well. Oh, everyone was there, to be yeah. honest. Really. <laughs> um, with Edward, Paul and Rosie was there. Aww. Billy, Billy yeah. was there. My mum, obviously, big Paul and amazing. Paul's mum. There was like. I was like, everyone's here. <laughs> so what was it about a home birth that made you go, that's what I want to do? I just, I don't really like hospitals. Right. And I feel like if you're low risk and you're, um, I guess, not anxious or... Yeah. Like, I, I've, I've always been quite confident with being pregnant and the thought of childbirth. And I guess my maybe my pain threshold's quite good because mm. you can't have any mm -hmm. yeah, um, drugs or pain relief or anything when you have a home birth. But... Um, and did and you do hypnobirthing? I did with Paul and it kind of went out the window because I ended up getting transferred in, although it did actually still keep me quite calm. I was quite yeah, calm I even think, though I had the back-to-back. -back and, and even like on the, the first bit, because I did yeah. hypnobirthing um, ahead of having Margot this yeah. time around and for the first bit, but then when that oxytocin drip went in, that was like... So then with Rosie, <laughs> I'd done the hypnobirthing again as well and I had Rosie at home. That she was my like it, that was quite quick, wasn't it? And that yeah. was really, and I felt really in control of the whole situation. And I, and I had her in the water, and then obviously I just thought it'd be exactly the same with Edward. And I mean, I, you, I did do well. Like you say, I'd done amazing, oh, amazing. home birth, but I didn't feel as in control of Edward, and really? I really, really felt it. Mm. Like like third baby, I don't know if it's, and you know, I, it was fairly quick-ish from established labour, which I think is where I take it from when the, yeah. they're coming in thick and fast. It was about four hours, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, a lot of midwives, I think they say that third baby's either really quick or it's really hard. Mm. Like there's well, it, no... was, it just felt so intense with Edward. And, like, uh, you know, I look back now and I laugh, but, like, what was those noises that I was making? It was yeah. like, but that's the moon, couldn't isn't control it? That's them. like a noise over your body. But that's, yeah, exactly. It and was that's like, just such that was my pain relief <laughs> yeah. because I couldn't have anything. So that was like releasing that pain. Anyway, and then I, and I thought I was going to have him in the water like I did with Rosie. And I was in the water and I was like, I've got to get out. And the midwife was saying, you need to say, like, because she could see that the baby was coming. I was like, I need to get out. I ended up giving birth to Edward standing up. She was underneath. 
wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was the you were squatting Paul down. Was holding me. I don't know how he could hold me because I had all he my was weight. Shaking. Yeah. Really? <laughs> because he was she was pushing down like obviously so much and he was trying to hold her up because the midwife's going, Sam, you're gonna sit on your baby, keep your bummer. <laughs> like she it was like a real commotion in the corner of the kitchen, wasn't it? It was. I mean, Did it was you give birth in the kitchen? Yes. Yeah. In the corner of all places, it was like we was we're, all in like a small corner. With wires coming out the telly. It was just like why we was in the corner I don't know and again I didn't know with Edward what so babies come out like onto my chest and you know we're all screaming and and then like a few seconds passed and I was like well what is it (laughs) and it was my son's like little Paul, I went. You need to tell mummy what it is, and it took him a second because yeah. you know, like the call, yeah, clinical call, it's all a bit confusing. Yeah. You know, it's all overwhelming, and he was like, "It's a boy," and we all just, you know, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing, and I think just being at home and it just, you know, I, the midwife does a couple of checks. Then you're up in bed. I was yeah. up in bed within half an hour. You literally had a shower and was laying in bed. Laying in bed, you know, they're all making tea and toast and biscuits. They're all downstairs celebrating and laughing. It just was so, it's such a nice, if you could do it. I think actually yeah. more now, a lot now, the midwife's trying to encourage mm. mums to have a home birth if, you know, you're low risk. It's funny, isn't it? It's something that I always thought that I would love to do. Mm. But because I didn't do it first time around and everything turned out fine, mm. I almost felt like, I don't want to jinx it. That's what, you know what I, I mean. Exactly. I kind of feel like I'm actually I'm happy in hospital. Yeah, like that, that that is a safe place for me. Um, I know lots of bad things happen in hospitals and sad things, but for me, it is a place that you still go. To yeah. get better, to do you get, know what I mean? Yeah. To get cared for. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's another so, way of looking at it. Or we obviously look at it in two different ways. But, I, just... but I love the idea of a home yeah. birth. But yeah. it was that, yeah, it was almost more like a superstition type thing, I think. Yeah. Of like, you know. That's how, how I felt because I was yeah, considering I was, a home I was birth trying to. <laughs> Especially if you've seen. Yeah, two, exactly. You know. and, I, and I was really adamant at first with Margot. And then something changed in my head and... I didn't feel confident and I felt like, what if, too much. And Samantha said to me, do you know what, if you're in that mindset, Mm -hmm. go to hospital. But actually, and do you know what, it it wouldn't have worked out for me because obviously what happened, because my waters did break at home and I was staying at home for as long as I could, but... I had to be induced in the end anyway, yeah. so it wasn't Even if you had planned for a home birth, you still would have gone I in. I would, would have had to gone in, yeah, with this situation. But, yeah, it's, I, it's, I mean, it's amazing, but it's just you've got to be in that mindset, yeah. I think, haven't you, to feel 100% confident with doing it at home. Yeah. So, sorry, to quickly finish on that, I so with Rosie, I felt like I was really in control of my contractions and all of it, not saying it was pain-free because it wasn't, but with Edward... I don't know what happened to my mindset, but uh, it was really painful. Yeah. It was almost like everything had closed and sealed up probably really? after five years. And I just felt every, it was just really intense. Yeah. And then even the push, all of it. And I remember as, as soon as he came out, I was thinking, I thought, thank God for that. And it was actually only a short amount of time, but it just felt like yeah. it was going on forever. I just, I realised in my third labour that I wasn't breathing in the in the right way. I was literally breathing just into my chest. And but I thought, well, yeah. that's doing nothing, is it? Like, breathe down into... But it's so into, hard it's to remember just, all these things, isn't it? When you're in the thick of it, it's, yeah... Uh, Talk to me about sleeping uh, because uh, I was listening to your podcast and Sam, you've gone into a separate room with Edward. I've been, me and Paul haven't shared a bed for six, seven years. Really? I promise. How is this immaculate (laughs) conception for Edward? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We, yeah, so we, so even since, so what happened was, so with little Paul, um, it was kind of just like me and, well, actually it was three of us to start that I realised that because I wanted to co-sleep. Yeah. And I was like, actually, no, I, would rather do it on my own because I feel like just motherly instinct. You, I don't think men. I don't know. I just feel like it's just you can control. No, the situation yeah, exactly. More, yeah. I think yeah. I so think. then, as soon as little Paul started to get a bit bigger, then it was it was kind of the three of us in the bed. And then when Rosie come along, it was me and Rosie, and then Paul and Paul, and it was like that for a long time. And then um, then it was kind of like the bed hopping was all sort of chopping and changing. But it was never at any point just me and Paul and Paul and Rosie in their beds. It was like Paul with Paul, me with Rosie or vice versa. And then um, when I fell pregnant with Edward, obviously, then I was co-sleeping with Edward as well for months. So we still, and it's still that way. So although I've just started to get Edward into a routine in, in the cot, he's in the room with me, we're in the spare room. Yeah. And Paul's in with Paul and Rosie. So we haven't shared a bed for years. And it's really weird if we've ever done like a hotel stay or something and it's the both of us in the bed. And I'm like, oh, I don't... But when, so hold on, when Edward 
sleeps in his car, are you and Paul going to get back in the bed together? No, because Paul's it, Paul's still in the bed with Paul and Rosie at the moment, in the big bed. In the main but room. do you plan on putting Paul and Rosie, getting them in their own beds? It's always not? been a plan for years, but it's never happened. <laughs> There's always it. a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it never goes Wouldn't that be nice in the future? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The other night I had all three of them on my own because Paul was in Manchester where I'm business. So I was like, right, I've got this under control. So I got able to sleep before half seven. That yeah. was great. I knew he was going to wake up at one, but that was fine. So I thought, got the whole evening. Got Paul and Rosie into bed together. And I just said to them, don't get out. Mummy's going to be downstairs. I've got jobs to do. I said, Daddy's not here. I said, you're going to have to work with me here. I can't lay in this bed with you all night. Hmm. And I was like, okay. So then they, they just both stayed in that bed all night they were together. together. Yeah. Without oh, an without, adult. Without See, do you usually stay Paul does. while they fall asleep? Yes. See, we, we're in that as well at the moment. Paul does. I don't know so many. I mean, you know, there's many people like yes. in, in bedrooms oh, or yeah. sitting on stairs outside. Yeah. Oh, waiting. God. We've been doing it for years yeah. in our house as yeah. well. When Tom's not there... Because they're all in their beds now. But yeah. if Tom's not there and one of them's a little bit unsettled, I'll just be like, go sleep in our bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do the same. So if you could write a letter on being a mum, who yeah. would it be to and what would you say? I would probably write a letter to my mum and say thank you. That's a good idea. For being such an amazing mum. My mum was on her own a lot with us when we were, like, from babies, really, wasn't she, as well? And even growing up as teenagers and I don't know I just think like I don't know like there's you you don't realize until you become a mum how much your mum and how mum like when I think about it as well like even like all oh, the school runs mum only like we're lucky like Paul and Greg do this mm -hmm. like the morning school run right mum used to was the only person that done the school run all them times I know mm -hmm. it sounds really silly but you know like you just think all those absolutely and like how much of herself she gave to you. Yeah, yeah everything. And Christmases. Christmases. I always say to mum, and everything, every mum, Christmas, I, you, sorry to interrupt you, I always say to mum every Christmas, I say, thanks mum. Because you know like what it's like, what you do and prepare yeah. for Father Christmas and that whole thing. And actually mum done that for us every year. And it was every year it was so special and, and special. And I always say to mum, because now we're doing it obviously for our children. And we're like, thank you. I always yeah. say thank you for that. Like I really appreciate I, yeah. what you've yeah. done for us. That's the thing. I think it is like the appreciation isn't it like you don't you really don't realize do you what you like how you have to juggle things yeah. as a mum and like everything you do on a daily basis and then I was thinking like you know mum actually done a lot of that on her own as well didn't she yeah. for for us for both of us and we had like going back to your question earlier, we had such a lovely childhood and and growing up everything was always lovely wasn't it what mum mm -hmm. done for us and you know she just tried her best didn't she and I think actually yeah thank you Lydia. yeah I, like I would Sam, who would yours be? I think maybe Rosie, because I'm just trying to think. So I've got two boys and a girl, and I just feel like it would be quite nice for to write that letter. I don't know, and, you know, share the experiences I had raising her and with her brothers. Yeah. And, you know, you can... And also probably to say as well, like, to, like, your daughters as well, like, it's okay, like, to make mistakes and nothing... Yes. No one's perfect. And yeah. think of all the mistakes and... The things that we've done, like absolutely, like even I know this out, but like even when you know when they're they're little, sometimes like you know if you've been out and you've got a hangover, and the next day you just wing it with them, yeah. like even <laughs> things like that, like when they're toddlers, right? Like, you yes. know, like we've all done, you know, you're not perfect, like yeah. that's it. And I think just like and also saying because I and I do always say this to to mine, I always say because. I say, well, when I'm a nanny, I was like, if you need me, I'll be here for you. Like, yeah, and I, I love saying that because I always think I actually. I, I can wait because I'm enjoying my moment with my children. But I actually also really look forward to that part of life as well where I'm going to be the nan. And I feel yeah. like I just want them all to know that whatever they need or any advice or any help or any babysitting, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, we end each podcast, and I'm really sad to be getting to the end because I've loved this. Uh, <laughs> we end each podcast with you completing three sentences. Okay. So the first sentence is, being a mum means? Um, that's so hard. This, um, oh. you never stop worrying. That is like... I, I was going to say, being a mum, you never get a moment to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> both, both very true. Yeah. Both so valid. Uh, next sentence is, uh, since having children, I... I have learned to be patient. 
<laughs> I think I used to be quite erratic when I was like younger and a teenager before having yeah, very like very fiery and like you know but since becoming a mum my gosh do you learn the art of patience yeah, don't you very true to try and breathe for it sometimes and just think nope Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I am a better person. I just feel like I was, I, I always was meant to be a mum, and I feel like I'm fulfilled. You know, like that just makes me feel it's like the best thing that could have ever happened. Yeah. And I feel better for it. Mm -hmm. You know. Final sentence. I'm happy when I'm at home with the family. Friday or Saturday, takeaway. Me and Paul love a curry. Yeah. <laughs> so we always get a curry takeaway. And just being at home, where it's winter at the moment, you know, it's like warm and cosy. Yeah. And the kids are playing and, you know, Ed was crawling now and it's just that I just love being at home. I really do. I'm exactly the same. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I really enjoy being at home at the moment as well. I just feel like safe, comfortable at home. Mm -hmm. Warm. Um, yeah, <laughs> warm. But I also will be happy when I'm on holiday <laughs> with a cocktail man in the sun with, with the kids, obviously, as well. I forgot about the that. Family my holiday. last holiday was so hard with all three of them. Oh. Yeah. And not like just a nice family holiday. Yeah. Um, it gets easier. It gets yeah, easier holidays yeah. when they start playing with each other. I think when they're out and about as well, they just kind of come together, don't they? It's their time to shine. Yes. Thank you both so oh, much. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Oh, it's been an absolute delight. I feel thank like you. I just want to continue talking. But, you know, <laughs> we could chat all day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.